What's up, Pro Flippers? On today's episode, we are chatting about seven things you need to know before you ship your first item that you sold on eBay. Welcome to the Pro Flipper Show. We're your hosts, Rob and Melissa Stephenson, founders of Flea Market Flipper and veteran resellers who have been selling on eBay for 27 years. We are committed to helping you start, grow, and scale your flipping business while still having time to enjoy other things that you love. Learn the strategies, tools, and tips you need to get ahead. Join us on this flipping journey to success. So let's go. All right, guys, today we are talking about everything <laughs> shipping. We're going to dive into seven things that to be aware of before you ship your first item through eBay. So let's dive right in. So Let's do it. <laughs> this is one of those things that hangs up a lot of people is shipping. Yeah. So hopefully this will ease your mind and give you a uh, kind of a checklist of what to do and what not to do when you're getting ready to ship out that item. I would think this pro shipping is probably one of the biggest hurdles that we see people face of getting started on eBay because it's just a an unknown like yeah. a little bit so and then once you do it you're like oh that wasn't that bad so let's dive in let's so do it. the first one is get insurance on your items if they're over the hundred dollar mark the fifty dollar mark depending on the carrier that you're using and always get insurance <laughs> so fedex ups and usps yes. you have to be careful on usps some of their it depends thresholds, if you're priority or not yeah, priority you get 50 to 100 dollars. a 50 dollar threshold that they already include insurance on those items now fedex and ups typically it's a hundred dollars the first hundred dollars for that item if you sell an item and it's underneath that hundred dollars you don't that insurance is included but if you sell something that's two three four five hundred dollars or more you have to pay extra there's a spot on there that you can click for extra insurance to insure the amount that you sold the item for and it's only now, a couple extra dollars it's yes, totally it's, and it's totally worth it <laughs> absolutely so this is one of those things that you definitely need to do if something gets lost gets damaged if you do not have the extra insurance on it you're out you have you're responsible for taking the refund from the buyer who bought that from you and you're responsible for giving them back their money and then you get the damaged item and you're just and you, you get know, 100 you'll get 100 100 yeah. and you're out of luck so this is very important for us because we sell items upwards of seven, ten thousand dollars And when we're selling some of these items, you have to have that extra insurance just because it's just like anything nowadays, guys. If you're driving a car, you have automobile insurance. If you own a house, if you're renting a house, you have renter's insurance or you have homeowner's insurance. All these things are here to protect you. This is the same way. This is protecting anything that happens to that item once it leaves your house and goes to the buyer. You want to have that protection, that extra ceiling of protection if something does happen. Yeah, it's funny because we don't do all like the extra I guess we do some extra insurance, but on like gadgets and stuff of the house and all the extra, but we do it. We, I guess we do do it now. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> just, just well, no, our thought. phones, we have yeah, definitely have insurance did. on our phones. We didn't used to do but the extra stuff. It typically is stuff that is worth, worth more. more money. Yeah. yeah you, you don't want to self-insure yeah. if your iPhone breaks and it's a thousand dollar iPhone, you don't want to go out that money. So you might pay that extra five or $7 a month to insure it. If, if it does break, you pay the deductible. It's still way, way less than what you have to go out and pay for that yeah. insurance works the same way with the shipping companies other than there's no deductible yeah. when you pay for the insurance that's it you just have to jump through their ho hoops to and prove sometimes it. it is some hoops to jump through but jump through it you prove it and you've already paid the amount for it they give you the full amount back there's no deductibles on the insurance for shipping companies and even if you don't think the item can get damaged in shipping you still should get insurance if it's worth over a hundred dollars because they lose items all the time. And this was something that we did 
ourselves. It was a $500 item, sleep number bed, five or $600 that we sold it for. And we're like, this can't get damaged. Like it's a sleep number bed that folds up nice and whatever. It's in a box. It can't, like it physically cannot get broken. That was our reasoning. It has foam. It it's has like, it cannot, padding. it cannot break. It's foam and padding. And they lost it. And we only got a hundred dollars from it. That's it. So we're like, we're not making that mistake again. <laughs> no matter what it is, is it's over that hundred dollars, pay the extra for insurance. It's totally worth it. Now the next one goes along with insurance because in order for you for you to get the insurance, you have to package the item properly. So make sure your item is packaged properly. And this might throw a couple of people off a little bit because they were like, okay, well, what exactly is that? And it really goes by weight of the item and the item that you're selling to know, like to make sure that it is properly packaged and i mean you do a pretty good job packaging yeah. your stuff <laughs> it boils down to really two to three inches of padding around the whole item to be safe bubbles yeah i mean bubbles if you wrap something up with bubbles and making sure that if it does drop that those bubbles are there to secure it that's the biggest thing so you the, like to put bubbles around yours the number one thing that i use in our packaging items no matter the size of it is bubble bubble wrap and i use the larger bubbles because they're thicker than the actual smaller bubble so it gives it more padding one thing that you can think about anything that you're shipping if you wouldn't be comfortable with holding it at four or five foot high and dropping it and you think that it would break at that it's not packaged right. You have to have two to three inches of packaging and knowing that there's somebody who could handle it from FedEx or UPS or USPS and they might just throw it in the back of the truck. It has to be able to withstand a drop of that. So you want to have two to three inches of padding around the whole thing. Yeah. And a lot of people do use peanuts and you can use peanuts as a filler, but you still have to make sure that there's no more weight. You can't just throw in a heavy item in a box with peanuts and pray that it gets there safely. Yeah. So Peanuts wiggle around. So a heavy item will shift to one side through transit and it could possibly break because the peanuts will not protect it. So if you are using peanuts as a filler, you still have to use that bubble wrap in there to make sure that the item is totally encompassed with the bubble bubble wrap and then put the peanuts in as the filler. You can do that. But it's one of those things that it definitely depends on the size and the weight of the item when you're doing that. That's an interesting thought about like if you think you can drop it and it won't break, then that's a good a good test, huh? Absolutely. I mean, maybe don't do it, but that I mean, they do drop that stuff all, all the, time. the time. Yeah. If you're not going to so. do it, somebody will do it. So that's one of those things that you really have to think about then making sure it's totally protected and you do you almost put bubbles in everything but you have the or not bubbles uh, peanuts, peanuts but you do bubbles peanuts and then sometimes foam so depending on the item then we'll also put Styrofoam. in thick foam depending yeah. on the item the weight how heavy it is and whatnot so. and if you're reusing something or you are that's the next one no, well, oh. I was talking about if you're using something for padding, make sure contact either. I, you can go on the website of FedEx UPS and find out what are the items. Guidelines. Yeah, the guidelines for using a padding. Because some people I know they might have an extra like a blanket uh, or exactly a blanket or a couch that they threw away and they use the styrofoam out of the or the the foam, the dense foam out of one of the cushions or something like that. You might have some stuff laying around in the shop, in the garage, in the house that you could use for it. But just make sure it is because the other thing that you don't want to happen that goes hand in hand with packing properly in insurance if you do package it and the carrier does the research on it and finds out that you use this type of packaging and they say sorry that wasn't covered you do not want to do that so that's why typically almost everything that we do i use the bubble wrap i make sure it's totally enclosed in bubble wrap and then i'll either use a sheet styrofoam or i'll use peanuts or i'll use something else if i have to to fill the voids but the one thing that it is is with that bubble wrap and we buy that from u-haul we buy the rolls of that that we're able to use yeah and if you're doing stuff like clothes and stuff you don't have to I mean uh, you know obviously you know you're not really 
you don't need to put peanuts and bubbles and all that stuff in there. You can put it in a nice poly mailer, yep. in a mailer thing, and it's fine. Like, you don't have to worry about that breaking, obviously. More breakables, so, yeah. if anything, you, you just want it to get there. So, it's more, we're talking kind of more of the stuff that could possibly break. Yeah. So, because that's the, more the kind of stuff that we do. So. Absolutely. Number three is... Be careful reusing boxes because you don't, this also falls under the insurance and the item getting there properly is we're all about recycling. We save all of our boxes that we get, but if they at all look like they got a little damaged or they have like compromised the box wall, we do not reuse them. So because if your item does get damaged and your box was not in good shape, you might not get the insurance money. So we live in an Amazon world right now. So you probably, <laughs> we, collect. we get a lot of, a lot of things. Do. So that's one of those things that you probably are in the same boat and you can save some of those boxes and reuse them. But if they are compromised, if you can see they're smushed in a corner that might not make it for another shipment, don't use that. Definitely use a box that has still good life in it. You don't want to reuse a box that might not make it. And I mean, that's, it's going to come down to your own judgment of that box. If you tape it up, there's different wall sizes of boxes. So you can see there's a single wall, there's a double wall that's a little bit thicker. You can look at boxes and see And a double wall. Typically, yeah, there's a certain weight that it has to be a double wall box in order for you to, I don't know that off the top of my head, but like a the item is a certain weight. If you don't have a double walled box, then or double corrugated, or is that the same thing? I think it's the, the okay. same. Okay, then you won't get. You might not be covered with insurance. So. so typically, you need the thicker box if you're shipping heavier stuff. So yeah. on a lot of our boxes that we we need specialty sizes, we'll buy from U-Haul. U-Haul has on their website that they are the weight um, that it'll it'll hold exactly the weight that it'll hold, and they say they are qualified to ship with FedEx, UPS. They are qualified for shipping boxes as well. So you definitely, if you're buying boxes other than recycling, you definitely want to make sure that they are holding up to the standards of whatever that you're shipping yeah. weight wise yeah it's the weight wise really that they that they hold so and if we're using boxes and i would also add it's probably not the best idea to send stuff in the like if maybe you have the box of the item some people like to just put a label on that or put, box. yeah it's yeah. better to put it inside of another box always then, safer yeah. absolutely and and people do ask us too all the time it's like you know but it, can i use an amazon box this is ebay or can i you totally can if it's in good shape like it's just a brown box it might have a label on it we reuse, we'd get supplements we reuse those boxes i actually with our shipping coupon get those stickers that say from ebay that say you know recycled, uh, recycled box i can't remember the wording that they use but we'll put it up here it's a just so like a little sticker that says, you know, thanks for helping us recycle or yeah. something. So are you reusing the box and people understand that? So yeah. I like to put those on there. And typically what we're talking about boxes that are wore out that might not have it. If they're for heavier items, guys, yeah. a small item, typically that doesn't weigh a lot, a pound, two pounds, something like that. Yeah. You can really reuse any box for something that is not that much because it, like I said, it doesn't have to withstand a lot of it. If you drop it, like I said, four or five foot from the top and it's not going to damage and you're confident of that, you can totally still reuse that box. But stuff that you're getting into 20, 30, 40 pounds that might have a lot more damage or might have a lot more, it has to withstand another shipment from you to anywhere in the country. It has to be able to do that. So you have to think about that as your, your items that you're shipping weigh more. Yep. All right. Next one. Four. Off the packaging a little bit, but kind of more using your eBay account is don't ship to a different location other than 
what the buyer's address is in their eBay account. This is so, huge. So yeah. People will sell something all the time. You'll have the buyer reach out and say, hey, uh, that's an address that I used to live at. It's not correct. Can you ship it to this address? The answer is <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> if you want to be protected under eBay, then you absolutely have to ship it to the address that eBay gives you to ship it to. This is one of those things you have a couple different options. If somebody does reach out after they buy it, you can tell them, listen, if you do need it shipped to that address, I can refund you. I'll relist the item. You can buy it and change at checkout. You can change the address that you want it to or go in. If you have moved, you need to go in and update your, your eBay account to show that that's your new address. So either one of those is acceptable, but I would not ship it to somebody who asks you to ship it to a different yeah. location. Even if they say, hey, this is for my brother. He lives over here. Can you ship it to him? No. If you want it shipped to him, we can refund you and you can buy it and put his address in there. We have to ship it to the address that eBay gives us to ship it to. But if, very, very important. If they do message you beforehand, you could say, this is how you I can it. ship it to there, yes. but you have to change your address in eBay before I can do that. So just be very clear, whatever yeah. email, I mean, whatever address eBay gives me at checkout, when you, when you buy this item, that's where it's going to get shipped to. I can't ship it to any other address. So, and the whole reason behind this is eBay will not protect you. If you have a shipping label and you create it for somebody and they ship it to their brother, it gets there and they say, yeah, he was, didn't receive it yeah. or any of that. Hey, eBay's like, you didn't ship it to the right place. We are not, we are not backing you. You're not protected under eBay seller protection. So yeah. you have to make sure that you do this the right way. Make sure that you are not shipping to any other address than what eBay gives you to ship it to. Yep. That was a good one. All right. Where are we at? Number five. <laughs> uh, now creating your label. So we're all about saving money here. So creating your label through eBay or pirate ship is very comparable to, you can kind of go back and forth and see they're the, definitely the cheapest way to create your label. Do not go to the other websites and try to create a label. I mean, it's just more expensive. You can, but it's just more expensive. Yeah. Like it's a lot cheaper to go through eBay, we're, especially in the middle size items that we sell. They're definitely a lot cheaper. We are absolutely about saving money. And this is the <laughs> best way to save money on shipping is being able to create through eBay. You might ask how eBay gets good discounts eBay's span of users is huge. Therefore, when they are, is big. <laughs> yeah, when they're coming to FedEx or UPS, they say, hey, this is how many users we have. And you have the potential of having this much business using your facility to ship our boxes or using your, your company to ship our boxes. Then they give them a discount. Now we've had discounts as much as 70 and 80% off of the shipping label by going through eBay to create that label. That's how eBay is able to give you good deals is because they're such a big company. So absolutely, Pirate Ship, similar. They get similar rates, but you can check them and compare them both through eBay's when you sell the item through their four format of going in and creating the label, or you can go into Pirate Ship and check them with the address and go that route as well. But always create your label through eBay or Pirate Ship to get that huge discount on shipping. Yeah, and a bonus little thing with that is don't, when you are creating your label, if you're trying to get it cheaper, don't try to underestimate your size Good and point. weight of the box because it, you will get overage charges that are even more than what it would have been before. So Absolutely. And <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Back in the day when I used to ship stuff, you'd take off an inch and be like, oh, it's saving 10 bucks. <laughs> Let's take off two inches. Oh, it's saving $20. And, and you would tax think, on a lot yeah, more and at the end. Think, yeah, well, that, I mean, they're just taking my word for what it is. No, no. they, they, calculate all this stuff. So when that box goes into their hub, they absolutely have a computer that weighs, that measures it and does all that stuff. So you absolutely will get billed more money than it would have originally called by cost by just by being honest with what the calculations were. And so. it's not a bad practice to go in and check your, every once in a while, check your account and see if they billed you for anything. Cause sometimes they do bill you when it's not called for. Absolutely. Too. So, you know, just having a good eye on that. It's good. Absolutely. So the next one is- Number six. 
ship your stuff on time. Huge, so. huge. When you're building your business, you want to do it on time. Most of our shipments right now are larger shipments, a lot of freight, but even the stuff that we don't do freight, we do a five-day handling time. eBay does not like that. People typically don't like that because of Amazon has made everything. I can get Same it that day. day. Next I can day. get it next yeah. day. So you want to make sure whatever handling time you put on that item, get it shipped out in that uh, in that time frame. So eBay will look at your account and be like, all right, they're doing stuff the right way. You totally want to do that. That's why I, I'm, yeah, I always do five days on all of our listings just because a lot of them are freight shipping. It takes a little bit longer for a fulfillment of that. And people understand that because it's not they're just not coming. They're not expecting a oven the next day. Exactly. Come, yeah. you, you USPS or FedEx, they're not expecting something to go out really quick. So just always, yeah, be on time with what you are telling people to expect. Because eBay also gives people a calculation of, hey, if you buy this today, it's, it's estimated at this day of delivery due to your handling time that you have on it. So make sure that you're doing yeah. it in a timely manner. And if you're really trying to build your business in the beginning and you're not selling huge items, do it the same day, do it the next day, make sure that your handling time is 24, 48 hours, something like that. So you can build that really quick. But if you do too many shipments late, they, eBay will ding your account. You won't be up as the top rated seller yeah. and then they won't show your items as much. So you want to definitely make sure whatever you say you're going to do, you do it and ship it out on time. Absolutely. So, and the last one, last one, <laughs> don't have FedEx or UPS package your shipment. Now there's, I guess, two sides of that. They totally could, but if you're trying to save money, you're trying to make money in this yeah. business, they will charge you a lot more than if you package it yourself. So, and that's where the packaging probably gets intimidating. So yeah. people are like, oh, well, I can just bring it there. They'll do it. And then I know it's covered, which yes, but if you can just learn how to package it, it saves you so much on shipping labels. Yeah. We actually had a student that jumped in and was saying, hey, this is so easy. If you don't want to package something, just take it to the local FedEx and they'll package it for you. And it's not going to cost you anything. They started doing that and we're like, yeah, we we package everything. That's what we do. And then lo and behold, they got a bill from FedEx for all the packaging <laughs> that they had them do. And it is a lot. If you have a larger item packaged by FedEx or UPS, you're probably talking 50 to 100 bucks on having them package that item versus you just doing it yourself. We're out to make money we're not out to spend money we're out, on we're out to save time too but that is totally worth learning it's it's def yeah it's worth getting over absolutely. that hump of not knowing how to ship something because it saves you a lot of money <laughs> absolutely and one of our friends just uh, sold a picture sold it for 50 bucks and he's like hey i'm gonna take it down and have it shipped and then he got the estimate just for packaging the picture and it was 50 dollars to <laughs> he's package like, wait a minute so he, he he's giving away a picture for free sold it and given away for free so anyways that's one of those things that you totally can do it like melissa said but for us we really hone in on mastering the packaging of what you're doing. You want to learn how to really package, package well, package to the guidelines so you can, if anything is damaged, you're covered under insurance. That's one of those things that you're going to save money in the long run once you learn the skill set and you get good at it and do it. We can package anything now and we can do it very timely. Like I can throw something in a box and do yeah. it in a couple minutes if it's just going in a box. You know, it just if takes it's, longer to make a video about it. It does. It <laughs> takes longer to set up the camera, get in a good you know frame to do it. That's what takes us longer. But to actually just package something up like I'm packaging up a little uh, cooktop or yeah small uh, marine cooktop today and oh, that's that what you literally would take me less than five minutes to do it but I'm gonna also do a video on it so I gotta set it up get the light right do all that kind of stuff so it's gonna take me a little <laughs> bit longer but once you get the hang of doing it yeah, I mean you can do it in your sleep and you'll get better and better at it so definitely learn the skills to do it and then yeah you'll save a ton of money in the long run yeah so that was seven of them. So let us know in the comments below or DM us on Instagram. What are some other ones that maybe you, that we didn't mention that you can help save on shipping or something to get past on shipping? We'd love to hear Yeah, your, your favorite takeaways. Absolutely. So. You guys rock and we will see you on the next episode. 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Pro Flipper Show. It would mean the world to us if you could leave us a review so we could keep helping people make their flipping businesses more profitable. You guys are rock. <laughs>